and welcome to the Goodwin Podcast. I'm Nico Lapalusa, and I'll be your host. Thank you for taking a chance. Thanks for taking a chance on something new, something that I'm passionate about, and I've been looking forward to sharing. I've been living a life of quiet desperation for long enough, and I got things to share. And I am very, very happy to present to you this podcast. And I hope you enjoy your stay. I hope it resonates with you, some things I say. And this episode is an introductory episode. Tell you a little bit about myself. Tell you a little bit about uh, what I vision for this podcast, what I vision for myself in the future. So you know who you're dealing with. And so we can grow together. Um, I am committed to this, uh, you know, for as long as I live. Uh, Sharing my voice, it's the time to do so for me. And yeah, I'm committed to showing up. And I've been validated enough um, to get going. So who am I? I'm Nico Lapalusa. And I am... An infinite being created of stardust with the foundation of love. Oh, no. No, I misread that. Shit. Shit! I'm a... I'm a... I'm a... I'm a, I'm a man. A heteronormative man. Woo! Heteronormative male. White male. Um who has uh, tried out bisexuality in the past and it wasn't for them. I gave it a solid go. Um, um, slept with a few, made out with a few men, slept with a man, um, no penetrative sex, but, I, you know, he's a beautiful man. I, I do still love beauty, but, I just prefer women uh, sexually. So that's how we're starting out. That's that's so. Who am I? You know, besides that, besides gender and sexuality, um, I'm a chemist. I'm a scientist. I've been trained as a scientist, a chemist. I've been working as a chemist for eight plus years uh, in environmental work. Um, and, and the only reason I bring that up is because there is a scientific, a scientific, the scientific method is important to me. I think there's a lot of value in it. Um, anything that can appeal to my logic as well, to my emotion, spiritual, um, sexual natures, uh, that's a plus. So there is a certain amount of intellect, a certain amount of logic that I like to interlace with uh, anything that I'll be presenting. And maybe my background in chemistry um, uh, will be an example of how that is possible. Although I'm sure there's, you know, you'll just see for yourself. We'll just see for ourselves. Um, I'm a jujitsu practitioner. Uh, it's a very important practice for me. And so I'll be talking about that. Um, I'm a dancer. I danced, uh, found dance in my late teens. Um, and not professional by any means, but it's been a commitment in my life that's really shaped the way I interact with the world. I, I'm very somatic. 
I've, I very much like um, the felt experience and I think it's the closest way that I approach reality is when I'm feeling reality. Um, dance has unlocked all sorts of, of, of uh, somatic responses. Um, it's my favorite way to heal and it's really solid medicine along with music, which is more or less my religion. Music is more or less the closest thing to a religion I practice. Um, I have huge influences in Christianity, in Buddhism, Taoism. Um, There's been some Hindu stories that have really appealed to me. Grew up with Jewish people um, in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Uh, So I've been to a couple bar mitzvahs. so I like I think there's value in all the religions, um, and I like to see the positive in each of them and extract what works for me and kind of just non judge through non judgment just leave what doesn't work for me behind. But most things can work, you know. I'll, I'll look at stories in the Bible of miracles and uh, etc. Things that don't necessarily appeal to my logic, and there's still a value that I, I like to extract from them. I'm not going to get into many of these things this episode because this is an introductory episode. And again, I'm happy that you're here. Uh, I'm a psychedelic uh, psychonaut. So um, since 2014, uh, I went to the Amazon rainforest and began um, my journey with ayahuasca. And since then, I've used, worked with, prayed with, ceremoniously participated in the use of psychedelic plants and medicine and fungi medicines, mushrooms, ayahuasca, San Pedro, um, peyote, uh, cannabis, uh, LS and more, you know, and more. So I'm not risk adverse. Uh, travel has been, I've been fortunate. I'm a fortunate person who has been able to travel, who's been able to not cl- be given a tremendous amount of debt, which has freed me up uh, to explore various things like religion, to explore things like psychedelics, to take some risks that some people uh, may not have access to, including travel. So I've spent a year living in South America. I've spent months living in Southeast Asia. I spent a year living in Australia um, and part of that time in New Zealand. And traveling has been very important to me. I still integrate it, interweave it into my life to this day, planning a trip to Brazil next year, 2021. And I guess the final point... um, is I'm a cancer survivor. So 2019 diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. And through that experience, it actually helped me find my voice and uh, surviving it and, um, you know, giving me appreciation for, for life, the life that I have and motivating me to share. So that's part of the part of the motivation for this podcast, and I'll talk about that throughout the throughout the podcast. I think there's value uh, to be taken, and I, I do want to say uh, I'm pretty steadfast about sharing my experience 
and then it's up to you, the viewer, to extract what you can or what you want to or what you don't want to. Um, it's up to you to extract the value. I'm here to to share my perspective, share my experiences. I'm not really into speculating or, or I won't be sharing other people's experiences. I'm pretty mindful of that. And uh, yeah, that brings me to why I'm, I'm making this podcast. And being faith, like I started this podcast, I kind of lived a life of quiet desperation. I, I've been wanting to create a podcast for a while. I've consumed thousands of hours of podcasts. Um, I've consumed every comedy, stand-up comedy special that's possible, that doesn't make me funny. But it's public speaking, sharing my voice in an entertaining, hopefully, educational, probably not, but hopefully, way. And that is primary. Now, I also want this to eventually sustain itself. Um, And because of that, I'm going to include a a link to a Patreon account uh, under each episode. And on the Patreon, you know, putting things like bonus uh, episodes, Q&As, and uh, I'm going to get as creative as possible so that there's genuine value within the Patreon. But it will also support me to be able to continue to share my voice, to be able to continue um, to show up uh, for this and and be validated through the experience. So Patreon is is, is the money model I think I'm going to be moving forward with. Um, advertisers, maybe eventually, because that would keep this podcast free for the listener. And then uh, it would also sustain me. Um, uh, so I'm open to any any forms of sustainability, and that has I think that's yet to be fleshed out. It's just the intention. I'm kind of just speaking the intention of um, I want to I plan on keep going with this podcast, and uh, and I will, and um, and I'm open to the fact of it sustaining uh, itself and myself uh, through it. So the Patreon will be below the in the comments in this episode. Um. Also, another why I'm doing this is uh, vulnerability. I think the practice of vulnerability is is the practice of happiness, which seems almost contradictory. But through sharing my genuine experience will open up the possibility of genuine connection with, with other people. And I... I now know that that's my that's the way um, to be happy is through authentic, genuine connection. And having almost died or having been faced with death, I'm just less afraid to share my story and put it out there um, because it doesn't seem like there's much to lose, and it seems like there's a lot to to gain um, through relationships and you know maybe even financially. Uh, although even if I if it doesn't turn out that way, I'll, I'll probably still do this, which brings me to the next potential why, which again is kind of tied into ego a little bit. Not not bashing on the ego, uh, 
but um, at worst, this is going to be like kind of a video diary for when I pass uh, for hypothetical grandchildren, great-grandchildren, great-nephews, great-great-nieces, um, etc. So it's kind of a legacy play uh, as well. Assuming that a solar flare doesn't wipe out the um, all the hard drives of the world and, and start us back over technologically, which is also a possibility. Um, so that's why it's not my primary focus, but I would be lying if I said, I'd be remiss to say if uh, that wasn't included in why, uh, why I want to share. And like I said, um, education and entertainment through comedy is, uh, is an aim. Am I funny? Hmm. Unknown, but an aim nonetheless. And piggybacking off of vulnerability, sex education. Now, I didn't have the luxury of a sex educator growing up. Um, it was all trial by fire, and it was mostly getting burned and being uncomfortable, stumbling my way. Uh, First, not having the confidence to even approach um, someone I was sexually interested in until I was about 19 when I had my first sexual experience. Um, And then stumbling through the sexual experiences from 19 to 25, not being able to create a cohesive relationship due to my own insecurities and um, like, uh, yeah, insecurities. So sharing sexuality, talking about sexuality is important and will be integrated into many of these episodes, sharing my own experience, sharing things I learn. I still think about sex all the time and uh, talking about it feels very important and it feels very authentic to me. And I think it's something that can offer the most value to a potential uh, listener. A, a lot of validation that I've already received through public speaking has been through TikTok. Um, as of today, I, I have tens of thousands of TikTok um, followers, uh, millions of of likes on my videos, and my videos, the best, the most successful series has been things I wish I knew before I was thirty, and I've made multiple parts, and I've made things I wish I knew about sex before I was thirty, things I wish I knew about money before I was thirty. And the idea of that was to kind of talk to myself um, and and basically educate and start the conversation about sex, um, about life, things I've learned about life and philosophy um, that I wish I knew. The title's kind of self-explanatory. Um, and as far as inspirations... Um, I think what initially got me into wanting to start sharing my voice and sharing um, educational and entertaining thoughts and ideas, besides stand-up comedy, which has been pretty much interlaced since, I can't remember if it was Dave Chappelle first, Um, it could have been Robin Williams or Eddie Murphy as well, it's hard to know his first, but since I was 15... 14, 15, 
um, just being infatuated with uh, stand-up comedy, presenting ideas uh, in unique ways through unique perspectives with comedy and through laughter, which is really great medicine. And furthermore, uh, a, a deep connection with music. I think there's people that like music and people that love music, and that's there's really no other than that. I've I've loved music. I, I've sat, you know, at ten years old listening to albums on my, um, you know, what was it? See a, a tape player. All right, you know, when I was sixteen and we got internet in my house. Uh, downloading one song a day on LimeWire, it would take the entire day. And when I finally got the whole Jack jo- Jack Johnson "In Between Dreams" album, or from under no, no "In Between Dreams" album, um, just listening to it daily, and then like feeling my myself for the first time through music. Um, so maybe that's that's part of the reason I want to share uh, and. Um, so Alan Watts, stand-up comedians, Lauren Hill has been really influential mu- musician to me. Um, Brene uh, Brown, who who has TED talks about the power of vulnerability, um, which I talked about a bit earlier, maybe five minutes ago, and how important vulnerability is. Uh, she does a really good job at articulating the actual power in vulnerability and sharing and putting yourself out there. Um, and really, I think more people sh- should be doing it, want to be doing it, and I don't see why not. It's not that difficult. The startup costs were about $100. Now, granted, I have a long way to go in terms of production value, but... Barrier of entry is pretty low. The risk is pretty low. Maybe start a podcast if that's what you want to do. Share your voice. And then what I've really been on lately, so this is kind of like uh, podcast goals, podcast, uh, what I want this to be about, but I guess my soul work, which I kind of have, uh, it's kind of crystallized most recently, is I want to bring the I want to bring the bison population back to the Great Plains. So if this podcast can help me create a certain amount of success or a certain amount of publicity, or I'm open to any ways it can possibly help, my goal is to bring the bison herd, bring the bison population back to the Great Plains, back to uh, America. And the reason is, is... Through mono through mono crop culture, we've degraded we've degraded the soil, and we have poison. We have harmed our water supplies through pesticides. Bringing back ruminants, animals, allowing them to eat the grass and to shit on the ground and to refertilize the ground, will enrich the soil, causing us to need less pesticides, which we're overusing tremendously. Um, uh, will allow us will allow the ra- the land to uh, heal itself, which will also heal the water supply. Um, plus, um, eating eating a eating buffalo, eating red meat uh, is 
one of the most nutritious things I think you can I can do for myself. And uh, so creating a valuable food supply for humans while also healing the earth and basically restoring um, the decimation of the buffalo population um, is where I'd like to start. So I'm currently building up a business plan. Um, I think it's going to have to be a coalition or initiative to reclaim some of the monocropped land that literally is unusable. There's land in America that can't be used because it's been so degraded, 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 degraded by uh, monocrops culture that it's you can't even grow on it and this was the most fertile land in the entire iowa soil samples from iowa have shown it to be one of the most fertile places in the entire world and again through our inability to manage it properly we've degraded the soil so getting animals back into it an integrated farming solution to repair the land and and repair the water. That is my soul's work. So um, maybe I talk a little bit about that in episodes, but just again, throwing out like my North Star so that you kind of have a better understanding of where, of where I'm coming from and uh, what I want to be doing um, eventually um, or now. Or right now. Great. I think that's a perfect way, little introduction video. Again, thank you so much for joining and, and taking a risk. I, I really do hope to put out good content um, that's both entertaining and educational. Uh, I've already filmed a few. A few of them have been really solid, really, and I've shared them, and they've been uh, fun to do minute for the long run the long run folks and um as long as i'm alive uh, i'll be sh- continuing to share my voice so you can find me on instagram you can find me on tiktok at tiktok um, i'm nico underscore is nico is and the reason i i like that name is because it says nico is and then in my profile section i can write anything i want um telling you about so right now it's nico is your biological uncle because i'm giving the advice i wish an uncle um or or an advisor a trusted elder had given me um as i was as i was growing up so nico is at tiktok um currently i'm at art underscore movement in uh in instagram which i've had since 2013 and and uh do visual art these are some of my visual art. Um, that's not done. That's just the beginning. And uh, um, movement has been, like I said, an integral part of my development and my growth. And it is still my favorite way to communicate. And my f- and one of my favorite ways to live. So art movement. I might change it back to my name at Nico Lapalusa underscore Lapalusa. But right now it's at art underscore movement. Uh, Facebook, uh, Nico Lapalusa. Um, and that's it. Um, 
please consider uh, subscribing to the Patreon. I do hope to, uh, you know, give some really cool, um, develop some really cool strategies to create content that's both valuable and uh, worthwhile on there. And it also do a great deal to support me and my initiatives to uh, share my voice and to increase sexual health, um, decrease sexual shame, uh, build self-esteem, um, particularly of young men who who need it and who I can uh, resonate with more directly. Um, and then the overall mission of um, of bringing back the bison population to heal the earth, to keep the water keep water clean and to clean the water supplies. Um, yeah, through music, through through love. This is pretty. You know, this is as hippie as I'll get. I did promise a bit of logic and reasoning, um, and I'll be sure to include that uh, in episodes to follow. Um, heck yes. Oh, Goodwind. Where does Goodwind come from? One of my favorite musicians and also my guitar teacher, Reiner Schoenbrand of Germany. Excellent musician. He has an album called Vento Bueno. But also through my um, uh, experiences with psychedelic medicines, the good wind um, is is that which comes to illuminate, to share wisdom, um, to tickle your fancy, and uh, also through breath and through conversation, through speaking. Right now, uh, I thought it was kind of a cool little parallel uh, to wind. Thank you so much. I really hope you love the show. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. I will see you next time.